to the first ever ladies' night. Hello. So I'm gonna need y'all to be a little patient with me because I am nervous. And we're being represented by I Am Woe Media and Black with No Chaser Radio. So I'm gonna introduce my guest today. We have Miss Brandy Glover. Hello. And we have Miss Cassandra. Hi. <laughs> so we're just here. We're gonna give y'all a safe place to talk and voice y'all concerns and we'll answer what we can answer because what we've experienced, we can help out a little bit. So let's jump right into it. And we're gonna start with our first question. It is, when was the last time where y'all ladies taken out on a real date? So I'm gonna go to you first, Miss Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I went out on a date. So we've known each other for a while. Um, I was bartending back in during COVID, during the pandemic and everything. He was one of the regulars. So once I stopped working there, then we decided to see each other on a personal level. Mm. And it's always good. The first date was cool. This day was cool. We kind of kept in touch. So it was the the typical date, like what you see on TV. You know, you go to the bar, you have a drink, then you go to the restaurant and you're talking and we held hands. It was really cute. So yeah, a couple weeks ago. No, we held hands. Oh. <laughs> Out here in these streets, my best friend cheating on me holding hands. <laughs> well, he and he wanted to, so it wasn't like I had to initiate any kind of like romantic gestures. He was very romantic. So, and he was very affectionate. There were times I'd be like, we are not going to make out at this bar. Like, stop. Because I'm like, we're not going to be a bar story. He was like, we're not going to be a bar. I'm like, I'm a bartender. All of us have bar stories. I'm not going to be somebody's bar story. But it was cool. So, that was the last one. Okay. I mean, so your situation is a little different because you're in a relationship. So, how your man take you on these dates? Oof. Okay, so I can't stay. I've been in a seven-year relationship, guys. Um, my first date was the how he got me, basically. Um, we went um, horseback riding. So wow. he, he did it all. He did it all. I yeah, like yeah. That. Second date was helicopter ride in the city. So it was amazing. <laughs> he shot a his shot. Yes. First of all, he doing these Instagram dates. That's horseback riding, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, horseback riding, um, helicopter, helicopter, and then I just night in the city. So those are our three dates. But I can say now that we're seven years in, um, I feel like I am initiating the dates more. Um, his dates are you know dinner, um, going out with going out with friends. Um, but I can say I am interested in like real going back to those kind of dates because yeah. it's not so strong, you yeah. know. But yeah, we're, we're on our way. So these three dates, were they all like like Friday, Saturday, Sunday? No, right? no, no, no. Within three months. Okay, within three months. Were you nervous about horseback riding? Absolutely. That was your first time. Your first time ever going horseback riding. So it was introduction. It was yeah. Okay, so you know I'm not talking about this horseback riding since it was your first time. Like, I mean, were you nervous? You know, everybody always talk about how powerful horses are. Yeah, I mean, it was an instructor. So you know, they taught us how to ride. um, I guess how you pinch down and you really ride with your with your feet versus um, your knees. So it it was it was informative. Um, We walked, we rode in the woods. And down to a creek, and it was other couples there too. So it was more involvement. Yeah, yeah it was fun. We had a really good time. So the first time I ever rode a horse, they didn't talk. 
about riding with your feet. They were what? showing us with the reins, like with like pulling up on the reins will make mm-hmm. the horse slow down or stop, mm-hmm. and um, loosening the reins and kind of mm-hmm. doing the you know, TV. Right. Yeah. I made them like right. speed up. So that's different. I have yeah. never yeah. heard them say riding with you. It was all the way out there in my what was it? I, 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 it was it was somewhere far. It was like deep Marietta. But it was far, yeah. It was yeah. They had they, they knew oh, what they wow. was doing. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Horseback riding and a helicopter. So yeah. that's stuff people do on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's stuff you plan for. Yeah. Well, so I don't I don't think I've been on no real date in a while. I've taken someone on a date. That was an adventure. Yeah, yeah, that that was a lot for me, but it was because it was his birthday. So I was like, I want to take him eat out. And being that I don't know a lot about sports, he's like, man, you know it's the um championships. I was like, oh, okay, so we can't go to a bar. So I had everything planned out because I was listening the few conversations and dates we had before, like hanging out. I was like, okay. I, he likes this place. I, I like this place. We could do this. We could have a conversation and get out because usually we just hung around the house because I'm a homebody. So it kind of just made me like, dang, my plan got ruined. But we wind up having one and he's like the typical dude when you date. Like when you're at a restaurant and something don't go right, he's like, so he just gonna be over there talking to the waiter. <laughs> like he was upset because he wasn't paying attention to us and giving us what we needed. So I think that I think that was really the only date I've been on in uh, years, years, and um, I'm just waiting. And if you're watching for you to plan the next date and you know <laughs> take a girl out, you know, I like I like things. Let me drop a hint. Let me drop a hint. Right? Who you want to drop one to? To my babe. My babe. So I really love the movie dates, right? Like my boyfriend's in the army, so he's always gone. So he does this thing where he picks a random movie and. Watch a movie on, you know, Skype or on um, FaceTime. And I really enjoy those movie dates. So more That's movies. sweet. That's yeah. like teenager stuff. Like yeah, yeah, watching yeah, it together where yeah. you're not our show. We're watching together. you right now. We're watching that right now. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about you? Any hints you want to drop? Just not one. No. <laughs> we good. Like, man, I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so drop in the comments dates that y'all went on good or bad like because sometimes we just need to tell men and let them understand just for us i want to go on a date i like really want someone to not even cater it doesn't even have to be a big date so sometimes men y'all just got to give these girls what they want take them out and and yay please plan plan, because i hate planning (laughs) so before we go any further on the next topics i want to give a shout out to do not suffer in silence. Um, watch group right now. They're watching us. And we just want to thank y'all ladies for supporting. So now we're going to get into where they're going to randomly pick an icebreaker. And we already know each other. Nah, not like that. Who going? Oh, you're going first. Just pick, going one. First. Just pick one. I'm a little picked on right now. It's like all right. It. Jesus. Amen. Read it. What is your go-to self-care slash self-time naps? I'm gonna be real yeah, honest. Like sure. growing up as a kid, like you would think naps, like that's a that's old folk. That's for busy folk, okay? That's for grown folk. Yes. We got a lot going on. Um, there are times where I say, you know, people get on my nerves. There are times I get on my own damn nerves, and I need <laughs> to just reset. I just need to reset. So we just gonna take a nap. 
So when we wake back up, we can get some stuff done. Because sometimes you're your mind is tired, your body's tired, your emotions are all over the place. And that's that moment where you're like, I can't get anything done. I'm irritated. Everything is bothering. You know, we just gonna take a nap. We're gonna reset. We're gonna start over because I can't afford to be unproductive. Yeah. That is that is annoying for me to think back on a day where I wasn't intending to not do anything and realize I didn't accomplish anything. So yeah. I'm like, let me take a nap and let me reset. Um, that's one of the things. I would say the other thing is finding something that makes me laugh. Because we don't laugh enough. Sure don't. And there's every time you go on your social media, it's always something sad and depressing and all the hashtags and the marches and the protests. I mean, I'm down for it, but at the same time, it is emotional. So with everything that's going on, it's like sometimes, damn, we just need to laugh. So that goes my two. All right. You ready? Oh, we're the good one at Cole. I feel like it's a setup. No matter what we get on this car, it's a setup. Okay, solo or group travel, and why? <laughs> why you broke? Yeah. I've been on solo, and well, no, no, no. Actually, I've never been on a solo uh, travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, experience. But I have been on a group um, experience with friends. Um, know the friends for sure, yeah. because when you travel with them, um, it gets real. <laughs> in a hotel room or whatever you know just know the group that you're going with is what I would say but what would I choose solo because I have yet to experience the solo travel we're gonna I've done both I actually like solo she she talking about herself really I like solo it's not it's not scary like honestly it's one of those things where I went to a city that I wanted to explore and at that moment, I didn't have to worry about nobody else being like, well, I want to do this. I don't care what you want to do. Right. I want to go here. I want to go here. And that's it. And if I want to sleep the whole day, and I nobody tell myself, oh, my God, she we're only going to be here three more days. So let's get up. Are you? Get out my face. Well, huh? I want to sleep. Oh, it's a vacation. No, no. Right. you right. low-key. Like, she low-key. I didn't low-key nothing. Yes, I you, am you, 100% about me that when we travel, <laughs> Little Miss Worry Ward, and I want to have a night dinner with her. Look here. <laughs> travels with family and it's like well we really we didn't get invited you didn't wake up but knowing my best friend now i know if i say oh we about to do this and she'll be like no i'm not going she won't be but hurt that i leave her and i didn't know that because this was our first ever like girls trip we went to new orleans had fun and it was the videos can never be shown never ever (laughs) ever but the thing is like okay by that time, we knew each other. Yeah, it's even in stuff like when we go driving somewhere. You get like friends. You want to do this? No, like, she and I mean trips. that. I don't. I don't ever feel excluded because if I want to go, she I'll go. go. Yeah. So if I be like, nah, I don't want to go, then there's no point in you being like, better want you to feel left out. I said I didn't well, want to go. That was our first time out of like we went to Florida together and stuff, so that was cool. 
All right, we're gonna move on, ladies. I'm gonna pull Actually, one. um, you can answer one of these, ma'am. Me? Yes, you. Me? You. Uh, no, I'm answering my own. That's the one of these. So, solo trip, I will not do it because I'm scared to go by myself anywhere because I am a chicken. Yes, I said it. I don't care. I don't date myself. That is why God made men and best friends. So, I, <laughs> I can have somebody to hang with. <laughs> don't care. I'm with my best friend with a nap. A good nap will just take you there. And I like getting my nails and my feet done. I like to pamper myself and be real girly. So, other than that, yeah, I don't really do much for myself. My self care is like, go, baby, good touch. That's like, not self care. Yeah, because that's I'm, Ethan care. It is, but I love him, and I and I love him. So maybe that's something we should add to our, nope, our thing for this year is doing a little bit more for you. Your yeah. self care can be when you get your nails done. Yeah, and I go there, but somebody stopped going with me. You got your feet done. So, um, <laughs> mine I pulled is dream job. No lie, I'm about to tell y'all, my dream job was never doing any of the stuff I'm doing at all i always wanted to be like in my head i dreamed i was going to be a choreographer i was going to be like the top person make all these dances for all these people yeah once i had that kid he took all my rhythm i can still move a little bit i'm gonna stop you blaming my baby so yeah that was my dream job just being a choreographer and then once i got older i was gonna have a dance studio in my hometown or, you know, move back home. But then, you know, life got crazy, but I ain't moving back up. All right, your turn. Yeah, you, we, we yeah, break me. Breaking it down. Um, best gift you were given or best gift you gave? Mm, that's gonna show what kind of person you are. Not really. Um, I mean, you don't give gifts. I'm not big on gifts. I know you know. I'm not big on receiving gifts. I'm more of a memories kind of person. So hanging out and memories and taking pictures, like, well, not taking pictures. I like making memories. I don't need to take pictures or do videos and document the whole, you know, every 30 seconds. I don't need that. That's what I'm Um, So I would say, honestly, the best gift that I was given, this means I'm really corny, but I'm going to be honest with you, was me and my brother. Um, We didn't grow up together. So there's four of us. Three of us did grow up together and all four of us did not. We met him and it was like missing piece of the puzzle. And we have been like this ever since we met him. Shout out to him. His birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, birthday, birthday bro. Um, so I would say that was probably the best gift was finally getting to meet him. And we were all adults. But it was like, if you see us now, you would think y'all were raised together. Y'all like the same person. It's the same person four times. Yes, so that's probably the best gift. It's lovely. It's four horsemen. Ooh, we ride all day. Yes. yes. Mess with one, it, it hurts. All right, ma'am. We're almost there. Come on. Ooh, you're going to get in trouble. Celebrity <laughs> crush. Male or female, or you want to do both? I'm trying to figure it out. That one is for life. Like, no matter how, how old Just body-wise, or even, just, not even like you want to be with them, like, for real, but you just, yeah. It's okay, nobody. Can we make some suggestions? Can we be like, yes or no? We're not going to tell. We ain't going to tell you. No, I'm really, I'm like, wait. As an adult, and as I was a child, you know, this game was my favorite. But I'm so glad you had it out. But as an adult, I'm just, I don't know. I just really, 
Okay, so Michael B. Jordan don't tickle your fancy. Or, ooh, ooh. I thought he was like, I no idea. He, he, if he ages backwards, oh, I, I guess I don't get to get to know them, like read up on them to have a crush. I really need so to let's know. Just go about looks. Okay, just so look. just about looks. Okay. But I'm not that person. Well, you got to be it today. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's why the question was. I'm gonna say clearly. <laughs> I don't know. 
All right, so we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors, BWNC Radio, and we'll be right back, ladies. Take your break, go use the bathroom, get a drink. It's going to be fun. I'm hoping y'all are enjoying it so far. I pray that y'all understand. I am like super, super nervous. I keep looking at the wrong camera too. I'm gonna just be transparent. And I'm probably tell gonna go off. I do tell everything. Tell all you so don't do a crime with me because we will get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, right, no to self. You know what? I wouldn't do a crime with y'all either. So <laughs> I wanna say hey to think I'd be a very smart one. <laughs> Minute documentaries. I watch. <laughs> Just saying. He's, he's welcome. Y'all know who my partners in crime are. So I want to. Not you. You done already said you are a terrible partner in crime. I just want to. Okay. I would just read between the lines, y'all. Read between the lines. All right. So we're gonna jump into our main topic, and it is: What is it like to be a black woman into in today's world? So. When I say that, I just want you to give us a little about career-wise, um, maybe love, work, family, like all that good stuff. So, Kat, you going first. I've been making ready to go first all this time. Oh, great. What do you okay. What do you feel as a black woman today in this world? Whew, on the spot. Okay. Um, where do I start? Start with family. <laughs> okay, start with family. Um, I am an only girl, so it, it's just it's just me when it comes to the womenly things. Um, my mother is a tomboy as well, so there's a disconnect when it comes to the womenly things. But um, they do um, um, encourage me to tap more into my women and fem feminine. What is it? Feminine, feminine side. Yeah. yeah, feminine side because all of them are you know boys. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's it's a good thing. I love being a woman, um, a black woman that is, and I have Mexican as well, guys. I want to throw it out there too. I have Mexican. My mother's full Mexican, and my dad's full black. From he's from Alabama. Um, but it it's 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 heavy. Um, yeah. you know we're always meant we're always supposed to be strong. Um. And it can get heavy at times, but we, we always pull through. Um, we um, use our naps, of course. <laughs> we use our naps to make it through the next day, but um, it's good. And then I'm raising another black woman. You know, she's half Nigerian and I'm half Nigerian black. So 
um, me installing all of that within her so that she can then be prepared for life is very important to me. And um, I can't say <laughs> therapy works. Amen. I, I'm a fan of therapy. Yes. Me too. I wish I had one too. <laughs> so let's cut to you. Let's talk about career because uh, I just want to brag for a quick second of my best friend here, you know, CEO, owner of I am, what is it? Jazz, all that jazz. All that jazz. <laughs> and when I tell y'all, this woman, it was just a thought and how she has blossomed this into something so beautiful. And she took me along with her anytime she do events because she catered and bartend. She's like, hey, best friend. I told these people we doing these desserts. I said, I don't even know how to make that. Well, we're going to make it today. So I just want to give you your flowers because at the end of the day, best friend, it was a thought and you, oh, let the people know about this black lady in business. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. Um, So I've been in hospitality since I was 17. That was literally my first real job working in a restaurant. And... 2016, I was doing like blackjack dealing for like parties and all that kind of stuff. And at one particular party, there was like nobody at our blackjack tables. Everybody was at the bar. And I'm like, dang, I'm at the wrong table. Like they <laughs> emptying out tip jars, everybody over there. And I'm like, we bored. Like we sitting up here and there's nothing to do. And so I literally went on my phone while I'm at the party and I'm like, bartending. So I went to school. So that January of 2017, I went to school and I knew I wanted to do private parties. So all that jazz is actually the reason I went to bars in school. And it literally did start off as like, this is what I want to do, but I'm like, I don't know how to do it. And I'm the kind of person, I don't like jumping into anything without getting information. So I'm like, I'm gonna go to school and figure it out, you know, go from there. And I was blessed to have so many positive people put in my path. And when I told them what I wanted to do, they weren't selfish with their knowledge. They were like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. This is what you need to do. You know, when they were booking parties, they were giving me information. They were like, you know, you should have this. I had one lady I met and I was like, can you be my mentor? And she was like, yes. She gave me all her package information. Like we sat on the phone for like two hours and she's like, I do this. I do this. You need to get a um, membership at Costco and do this, do this. And I was like, oh, Thank you. Okay. And then in teaching bartenders, I met the lady that mentors me now and she owns her own venue. And I told her eventually I wanted to do that. And she shows me the back end of stuff and she wasn't selfish with it. And I love that about both of them. So thank you to Bailey's bartending and Chateau. Um, those things were really instrumental. Um, one of the things I wanted to do was be able to give new bartenders a start. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're new at bartending, people are like, oh, you got to get experience. You can't get experience if you don't work. Like, right. that doesn't, right. I've never understood that. Yes. You need experience, but I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? Well, it makes no sense. So I literally pick bartenders who take the class with me at bartending school. And I'm watching them. I'm looking at how well they grasp it. I'm looking at, you know, if they're fast learners, if I can coach them without them getting the attitude. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so you come work for me because mm -hmm. I want to help mold you. Like, I'm not doing this just because I need a bartender. I want you to be successful. And if you're working for me, then I can see how you're doing stuff. And I can be like, all right, look, this is how we're going to do it. And a lot of them want to have their own business. And I'm like, fine, you know, let's talk. So be here. So I, I love it, honestly. So, so being a black business owner. Yeah, I was about to say that. How that's been going. It is challenging at times. Um, and it's very... I keep getting the the advice. You don't always want to tell people you're the owner yep. because sometimes that. people don't respect the fact that you're the owner. So mm -hmm. the fact that I have to hide the fact that I'm an owner 
as hard as it is and challenging as it is to be a business owner and have to hide it because some people won't respect it. It's kind of like, well, damn, like, yeah. I'm proud of, I'm proud of that. Like, yeah. that's big. So for me, sometimes I have to be like, you know, I work for all that jazz. Man, I am all that jazz. Like, I do it all. So we say we. I, we would like to help you. Right. But it's like I have to act as if I'm a representative yeah. versus the owner. So yeah. that's challenging at times. I have to be on my P's and Q's all the time because I feel like as black people, we always have to be five times better yeah. just to get the same. And that is definitely a heavy mantle to carry. When you're thinking, not only am I doing this for myself, but my employees, not yeah. to mention other black women who are watching me, things like that. So at times it's like, oh, I need a break. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's good to go home and eat them naps, I'm telling y'all. But it's like, it's good to go home and just be like, you now you just be ready. Nap. You need to start a nap company. That's a, uh, we're we're, we're going to patent that nap company. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Teach you how to take a good nap. Right. Like, www.com, take a nap. <laughs> but it's like, that is. I mean, it's, it's great, and it's great being a part of an elite group of Black entrepreneurs and things like that, but it is it is challenging at times, very challenging. So when it comes to, because we know you got the little love left. I'm not saying that because I'm bitter or anything, or I'm single, but no, like, how do you navigate love being a Black woman? Because it, it do, I really feel like it does look different for us because sometimes we're we, we carry a lot and like you said you're a mother and you do work in the retail you you you're a man like you doing a lot so there is a lot on your back plus you know you're a sister a mother and an auntie so it's it's a lot so how do you balance love work all that like how are you doing it um it, it's, it's, it's the little things <laughs> i'm just gonna say that it's the little things that matter the most the making breakfast and including me in that breakfast too or getting something that i absolutely love um it's knowing my coffee um it's buying my favorite bag of chips yes. it's buying me yeah. lunch so it is the small things that matter that that make the most weight pull the most weight um yeah and then just making time scheduling is very important making time for those date nights yeah. or for just for me or just for conversation or just see me you know when i am going through something see me baby you're a little off you know what's wrong just take a minute for me yeah. so yeah that's that's how we communicate that's good I, and i think that is going to be the key like once men understand us as women that it takes just communication mm -hmm. i think that'll help a lot when it comes to not downgrading us in our careers or us being mothers or just our support for our family because I know as a business owner and I work and a mom, <laughs> it's a lot to juggle. And mm -hmm. I know I'm welcoming that. I yeah. want I want a man to share that with because it's beautiful. I love I love my life as it is because I have a I have an amazing village. Mm -hmm. Like making people come and do things they're not comfortable doing, <laughs> and just you know be a part of it. And it's like I want people to see. The fact, even though I don't have a significant other, I do have beautiful friends. And the sisterhood I feel like I have with y'all ladies is amazing. Like, it's creepy. I know your coffee. I know your attitude. But I don't like I don't like y'all like that. <laughs> but, you know, thank you, friend. But it's just like, you know, I just want us as women to just 
sometimes it's not for men to love on us. Sometimes we got to love each other. And I feel like, no lie, and I've said this before, this lady right here, I don't, I could be like, hey, what's wrong? Like, she literally gets me. And in this world where it's so much pout against you as a single mother of a boy or just in the workforce or whatever, it is, it's, it's trying just to have those little conversations where people understand me and get me and just know she just need a hug that day. Or she just needs to be like, hey, put your chin up. Ain't got time for that. Cry later in the shower. You know, so I feel like as women, let's come together and be that for each other. And I don't feel like we have to exclude the men because I would love for that hug to come from strong, strong arms <laughs> and stuff. But it's like sometimes start telling your man what you want, ladies. Right. Start telling your village what you need and stop trying. We are not strong. I'm sorry. I hate when they be like, oh, you a strong black woman. I don't want to be strong. I want to be okay. <laughs> I want to be all right. So, like, let's help take some of that weight off of each other. And if we can help balance that, let's do that. So, I feel like I want to tell y'all, thank y'all. Aww. And it's just like, thank keep you. being yeah. who y'all are. Because I feel like at the end of the day, even when somebody, you know, your little date take you away from me, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Jamal could never. <laughs> I tell him every day, I'm like, I'm going I'm to hold your spot while you're going. I'm going to take care of our girlfriend. A, me- a mess. <laughs> all the time. A mess. But, you know, you you need those friends because, you you know, being that she's been in that relationship, she gets lonely, like, if he's not around. And then sometimes when you are here, you're like, oh, Courtney, just save me. I'm like, I'm like Jamal, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> she ain't going to tell you, but I'll tell you. So I think we just need to help each other balance. And this world does put us in that angry black woman and all that and just have each other's backs and don't jump on the bandwagon with anybody else and saying oh yeah they're yeah mm-hmm, she angry no i'm passionate We should have took that break. <laughs> so we had some kind of technical difficulty. Somebody tried to throw some shades that I didn't pay my bill, but I paid, 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 paid it. I paid it. It come out. Oh, wait. I don't own that song. We don't own that song. We a fan. We a fan. We a fan. Cuz, don't do it, okay? We a fan. We a fan. That's all it is. <laughs> 
So, um, sorry about that. <laughs> we don't own the rights to build those bills. But we got a lot of them. <laughs> and no, okay. And okay. I'm and listen, and can I not own the rights to them bills? Can I not own the rights to them bills? Can I not have the responsibility to pay those bills? Can I pass that off to somebody? Okay. Hey. Can I pass that responsibility off? Hey. If I could just get a month. Bro, I'm I trying to just a month off. I hate you. I'm okay. just saying. What they say, can we just pause? Can we get a practice? Like, like, no, Can I unsubscribe from adulthood paying bills for like a month? That's I feel old. like there should be some kind of discount that we should get in life being black women. And I don't get <laughs> You can quote me on it. It is hard being a black woman because we are expected to do so like Every time we say something, I'll be having songs in my head. We got to keep hey, moving because like, I really want to say something else. Like, we got to move it on. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, she, she said, I'm not about like hustle and flow. So far. No. <laughs> like, literally, them songs popping my head all the time. I just want y'all to know. We, 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 we are absolutely. getting. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we're getting this behind the camera. And if you know, you know what it means. I told us anime. Damn <laughs> it, you weren't supposed to say this shit. I, I said, look. Ten years, ten plus years, 12. right? Twelve years. She she lets me know every day at 12. work. Twelve. Every day. Twelve years. Twelve years. So she said you better you better recognize. Give me them extra two. So how do y'all feel? Let's let's do this. How do y'all feel that friendships or sisterhoods matter as being navigating the world today? Let's. How do you feel? Like, does that is it essential to you or absolutely? Super important. I mean, I feel like it, the I know question answers itself. Right? <laughs> it is absolutely, absolutely important. So, who who is your your people? Like your village? Like, um, of course, my parents. Um, I have two moms, guys. I've had two moms since I was six. Um, so they are my everything. They um come to my beck and call, <laughs> um, especially with my baby girl. Um. Yeah, so shout out to you, moms. Love you guys. Um, and then I, my daughter's godmother, Priya. She is everything to me. Um, she's everything to my daughter as well. She's her godmother. So um, her. And then there's Cope. There's Cope. She's like, she's my bestie when it comes to the moms. She she comes through when it comes to uh, last minute, mom, I gotta go here. And then we call him Cope. Where you at, Cope? Can you go get mad because I'm at work? Uh, she's that person. Um, so yeah, honestly, everybody is everybody loves Anaya. So everybody pitches in aunts, my aunt, her auntie Kate, she pitches in a lot. Um, even if it's a phone call, like the village is everything. Yeah. Everything. Like the reason why I get peaceful moments is because of the village. Um, and I tell Anaya all the time that she is blessed. She is blessed beyond blessed because my mother didn't have that same village. So she is blessed, um, and yeah, I can't repeat that enough. She's definitely blessed to um, have a strong village behind her. Who, 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 your people? Okay, so definitely parents. Feeling mm-hmm. a little threatened at this moment. <laughs> parents, definitely parents. Um, yeah. I will. I love that, especially me and my dad. Me and my dad have the girl. best relationship. I'm a huge daddy's girl. If you look it up in the dictionary, you see my face. Um, like we. Me and my father are like the same person. 
um, we're both Aquariuses, and that actually helps us. Like a lot of times when um, I'm going through something and I don't really want to share, he's not feeling like you're shutting me out. He already knows that at some point I'm going to come talk to him because he's the exact same way. Um, we can have the funniest conversations. Um, some of my most serious conversations about relationships and being around men have been with my dad. Um, one of the funniest things he ever told me in high school, you know, if you can't deliver, don't advertise. And that was his way of telling me, watch how I dress. <clears throat> and that was all he said. <laughs> and it was kind of like, okay, I get what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. um, we had a conversation in college um, where I, at one point I had settled for friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, you can't just settle for dick. And I was like, oh, daddy. I was like, you're right. And it was one of those moments where I was kind of like, I can't believe my daddy just said that to me. Then I'm like, I did just tell him the story. So, <laughs> but in that moment, I've never forgotten either one of those things because I have learned to never settle. Like not in the, like yeah. relationships, friendships, work. Like I don't settle for jobs. I don't I mean, settle for anything. So when he tells me you can't just settle, I always just leave it at that. You can't settle. So, and then there's my mom who has taught me how to be a lady, like as much of a tomboy as I am. My mom is the epitome of grace and just style. And I love that about her. And she's hilarious. But my mom is like one of those people where if you don't sit next to her, you don't know she's talking shit. So you'd be like, <laughs> like most people be like, you know, Oh, y'all act like y'all daddy. Man, we act like daddy. Like she has all like all the sense of humor. She has she has the same one we have. But she is she's hardworking, but she's never like the fact that she's had to work hard cause her to be a complainer. You know, she's always been like, look, we just gonna take it in strides. And I've always learned to, you know, yeah. take a licking and keep on ticking. Like I've learned that from her. And that's just one of those, you know, one of those things. Siblings, definitely part of the um, my brother, my baby brother, um, we call each other twin, and we've been doing that since Rugrats. You know, we call each other Phil and Lil. We are literally the same person. Yeah. And I, I'll, he's in California. I miss him so much. Move and, back, Jerry. And it's like, you know, I can call him and be like, guess what? And he's like, what? And he literally matches the what? And it's one of those things where it's like, oh. He gets it. Yeah. Then I have this friend that I've known since I was like 15. What's her name? What is her name? Um, well, we're going to say Christina. Oh, you're going to get shit. You know, it's Courtney. No, I'm kidding. Hold that. Hold that. Wait, wait, wait. Anybody that knows us. <laughs> Right. Knows that this is my best friend. When we come back, anybody from the that knows us, us though, and she lying. But so lying. we're gonna take one more break by <laughs> with our network, Black with No Chaser Radio. We'll be right back, folks. Get some more drink. I'm, 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 I'm gonna cut you. You love me. Network. You love me. <laughs> I don't. You know.
back. So before we let um, her in, we're going to I'll make sure I'm going to let y'all know, put some Q&A. We're going to do Q&A after she finished telling us about her little village of the people not included me. Uh, any questions y'all want us to have, put in put in the comments and we will answer to the best of our abilities. And we know we are not professional psychiatrists. We don't don't hurt. Yeah, it's we're going to try. We're going to try, baby. Okay, so. I'm joking when I'm talking about my village and not including Courtney. Courtney is my best friend. Courtney is the person that, like, if ever I need anybody, she's the person who has seen every side of my personality, the good, the bad, the hot damn, the oh my God, all that stuff. Like, she's seen all of it. And Courtney accepts all of that. And that is so rare where you get someone that doesn't judge you when they've seen all of you. Mm -hmm. You know, so so often people tell you to open up and then all of a sudden they use that as weapons against you. Mm -hmm. And she's never done that. She's never like if I if I have to have my moment where I'm crying, she's not like, you know, you strong, you strong, you weren't strong before. You was crying the other day. You know, she doesn't throw it in my face. So Courtney has always been a safe place for me and I always appreciate that. So thank you guys. <laughs> so she's definitely Anybody that meets me knows I have a best friend named Courtney. I'm famous, y'all. <laughs> I'm famous. So before we get into the q and I want to talk a quick second about everybody know my village. This is part of it. My sisters, my parents. I just don't mm -hmm. want them to be like, mm, you let everybody else talk about yeah. their village. But yeah, I love. Uh, part of yeah, yep, my brother too, man. That's <laughs> that's my thug. That's when I need a little song, song. You know what I'm my brother, but he told me I gotta stop being a firecracker because he getting old. His knees ain't all that great no more. <laughs> but I love you, bro. I love you. So we're gonna take a like before we do the Q and A. Make sure y'all start throwing them questions out there. I want to talk about mental health because. I like like if anybody watched the show last week with um, I am woe, I did disclose about how I suffered from depression and I have anxiety and all that good stuff. And I feel like as black women, we need to literally speak the truth about it. And it sometimes it's not exhaustion. It is it, it is the fact that you need a mental break. Like you need to unplug get away and the best place and they're gonna talk about me there's this I, I think everybody should go to this tree house one time in their life and it's a beautiful thing because there's nothing there it's like it's like scenery and it's like even trees tree, yep, it's just trees trees mountains <laughs> you hear the creek it's beautiful there's a hammock all this stuff where you can just unwind and just really I would say it's called grounding. And we don't do a lot of that where we walk barefoot and put our feet on the ground and feel the earth beneath us. And I said, sometimes that, cause being a country girl, that is all I used to do when I was younger. And I was, that was my happy place. Like running barefoot in the yard and just, just connecting with earth. So I feel like we need to get back to that nurturing and being more one with the earth and just being, you know, together. So, mental health like have you had to deal with anything along those lines and how did you get through yes um college senior year in college is when i learned that i had no real coping mechanisms for um losing people or death um and it was always one of those things where you know after the funeral you know a couple of days you're like i'm okay and you go back to work or you go back to your life mm -hmm. and it was like 
right at that time, it was like an anniversary of somebody's death, somebody else died, and then my grandmother was sick, and I thought she, I was scared she was going to. And so it was in that moment, um, I did, I went to a therapist on campus at school, and she was like, you have no coping mechanisms for dealing with loss. Mm-hmm. You know, you sweep it under the rug, you pretend you're okay, but it's eating at you. And that's why right now you're having this complete emotional breakdown right now mm-hmm. where you're just disconnecting. And all these little things are bringing this fear and anxiety of losing somebody mm-hmm. because you've never dealt with losing people. And it was in that moment that I really had to learn the process of grieving because I never did it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd lost grandparents. Um, we lost, you know, an uncle friends but never I never grieved any of them I missed them but I never grieved and I never went through the process where you can heal and keep moving and you can miss them but it not be this detrimental thing where you think about them and your whole life stops because you're thinking about them so that was definitely one um a time where I did that and there was even a time like separation just period um my brother went to California. I was devastated. Like I was so proud of him for taking that step and moving, but I literally watched his car drive off and it was like, my heart hurt so bad. And it was for days because that separation from like family was, was huge. That was so big and like super proud of him, but it was kind of like, <sighs> cause he kept saying he wanted to go. But it was like for years he said he wanted to yeah. go. Yeah. And then like, he didn't he go. go and then finally, when he had to talk with our dad, I was like, oh, damn. He's really going. <laughs> like, once he told a parent. Because right. none of us, like, we were like, no matter what we wanted to do, it was like, if we don't talk to our parents about it, it ain't real. When he came and told our dad, that was so devastating. Like, I cried, I think, for like three hours. When he, like, came over and had to talk to him, I was like, I cried and cried and but like now it's like we've had to learn how to you know communicate and stay in touch and that kind of thing so those that separation anxiety was, was definitely real so those are two of the ones that I've really dealt with so yeah I see Natalie saying she's an advocate for therapy which is amazing because I feel like once we learn how to navigate through our triggers and what works for us to get out of that slump, because sometimes sitting in that darkness is what keeps us yeah. from being able to, to breathe. And it's like sometimes something that is mental can manifest itself into a physical pain. And I've been there where you literally feel like the walls are closing in and your body is just heavy. And it's just like, like I said, sometimes it's just that village or if you can't have therapy because they charge more money, <laughs> um, or you gotta you, wait for it. Yeah, or you gotta yeah, wait. Which is the way? Yes, it is worth the wait. You you need to make sure you have a person or people that will not use what you say against you. Yeah. And sometimes just meditating, taking a, a look within yourself about what is going on is really powerful because you gotta know yourself to love yourself to get to know this ain't me, I can get through. So take some of that, sometimes breathing, getting outside, meditating, it'll work. So what about you? Um, so therapy, um, I would say if you don't know the, the first steps to therapy, um, everybody's always looking for the referral, but that's not always in your community where someone has mm-hmm. a referral. Yeah. I would say just pick up the phone and call. 
start the process. Like just start calling people and getting to know people and then you'll you'll meet that one. It's yeah. very, very easy. You literally just Google and the first person you see, you just call. The unknown, it's okay. The unknown is so scary, but you're worth it. Just yeah. do it. Just pick up the phone and call and um, set your appointment. Yeah, and they'll work with you too. If you can't pay this Friday, they'll work with you and pay next Friday. Just have the conversation. Don't be afraid to have the conversation because you're worth it. Yeah, you are worth it. Be your best self, and you can yeah. get there with the right therapy or coping mechanisms. So, yeah. Like we have to stop thinking that it's taboo, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I remember the first time when I mentioned it in school, my great uncle. I never. He said, "Black folk don't do therapy. Right. We go to church." And I'm like, <laughs> "I know Jesus. Right. <laughs> I grew up in the church. Now? That's not the yeah. point." Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that's why it's good to have human beings. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, those human beings have learned how to connect with you. And you need that. You need a, a person, flesh and blood, face to face, where you can talk. And sometimes it's good to talk to someone who has no emotional connection to you. Yep. So yeah. then you can be as transparent better. and open as possible without feeling like, Lord, it's going to come up at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're going to talk about this at Christmas. Or they're going to find you a t shirt and be like, oh, I got a shirt. Talk about what you be like. That was between me and you. You right. didn't need to nobody. So that therapist, you yeah. know, keep their mouth shut. Which by law they got to and but it gives you the confidence to Ooh. just okay let me let me unload. just be open and unload because yeah. sometimes that's what you need yeah. we hold yes. so much in because we're afraid to be transparent and be vulnerable like vulnerability is like the biggest like scariest word for, for a everybody. lot of people yeah. Yeah. because it's and like everything. Can I trust you and be vulnerable with you? Are you going to use this against me? Am I going to hear this later? If we get mad at each other, you going to throw this in my face? But this, is, like, this, is, this is another thing I think you have to learn. Even though you're vulnerable with someone, you got to learn, like, even though I'm giving this to you, you have to have that skin to be like, this is not me. That's who I was. I let that go, and I said that to you because that no longer that no longer applies to me. Yeah. That per like, I moved out of that house. So you can knock all day on that door. I ain't there. So I think that is another thing we do need to learn. And like, uh, I'm not sure who in the comments said, make a safe space in your home. Or like my sister, my sister has a prayer closet. And when I go in there, I just feel, right. the, I feel the love. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, look at all these words of affirmation. Like, oh, you are wonderful. You are smart. I mean, like that. <laughs> but I'm like, my sister, but I try to respect that space when I'm taking clothes. Oh, uh, that's your niche. Still in the prayer closet. That's a direct ticket to hell. Well, the, the, prayer, the prayer closet have clothes in it. And that's, but you know what I'm saying? I try I to respect you it. It, it. It's covered by the land. It's covered by the blood of the Lord. So I can, I can borrow that because I'm your baby sister. That's my job. Lord. So, but yeah, I respect that space of hers. And I try not to ever intrude upon it. Like, unless she asks me to go get something out of it. Because that is, that is that is her space. Yeah. And I feel like we all need to do that. So if y'all are willing, like I said, I'll go first just to tell something that you have been vulnerable about. And I hate that word. That That's open, why. Open. Uh, we'll say yeah, open. Yeah. That you wouldn't mind telling just so the ladies in the comments can be comfortable and they can share with us and we can do that. So like I said, I, in 2007, uh, seven, after I had my son, I went through a stint where I had to do i didn't want anybody to help me and i was doing everything and then i was taking care of my uh niece i wound up having a uh, guardianship over her and then it was just like one day she was ripped from me and 
I lost it. And I didn't know how to function because it was like she was to me, she was mine. And no, you can't have her back. I didn't care that you gave birth to her. And I love her. Like to this day, that's still my baby. And I didn't know how to balance that. And then I didn't know how to balance the fact that I didn't have a parent that wanted to love my son. Like, oh, he was just like when you saw him, it was just he's a blessing. And to me, it hurt. And I literally lost it. And I'm grateful that my doctor saw like I because you know me y'all know I don't cry in front of people I don't know but lately I've been crying like a big old baby so <laughs> I just broke down and she's like either you ask your mother to take your son or I have to get someone involved and my mom kept my son for about like a good month or two until she cleared me and I had to go to therapy I had to be on medicine which that wasn't fun and you know I had to go through all that just to get myself back and understand like I did nothing wrong it, it, it is what it is. She's still my niece. I'm still going to have her. My son is still going to be loved regardless of the person who helped make him didn't want nothing to do with him. This is my journey. This is my story. God gave me this because I can handle it. Even though I'll be looking like that little dude talking about Jesus, I'm not your strong warrior. So that is mine. I still to this day kind of suffer with still suffering with depression and stuff. And there'll be days where I just don't want to get out of bed. And it's like, as soon as I get over one thing, it's another thing. I, I had to have a hysterectomy and I'm like, oh, you know, the pain of that's gone. I'm good. Then it's like, well, by the way, you have lupus. What? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Really? So I'm dealing with that now. And it's a lot of talking to a doctor that I'm like, sir, I don't want to see another specialist. But so now it's just like, I just stay prayed up. I meditate. I try my best. There's some days I don't want to get up, but I push through. So that is mine to y'all. Feel safe. Like, feel safe to tell somebody what's going on because there might be a sign that they don't know what's going on with you that day and they don't know your signs. My signs is I get quiet and I get angry. And that's when, you know, go need a little help. So, what's yours? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just get I just get overwhelmed in my thoughts. It's like I need the template for how I should deliver it. And I think that's that's just yeah, that's the only thing. Um, so you overthink. I do, I do. And a lot of women overthink, you know, but they still deliver. So it's a little different for me. Because <laughs> I'd be like, it just be scattered brain. I don't know. I gotta dig deep and ask my parents. There's something going on in there historically. <laughs> You know, because sometimes What's they in the man? Man? Wait a Questions popping up. Are you like we're literally giving y'all nuggets and like, but I want y'all to be comfortable to access. I mean, and maybe not this time, it'd be okay, but like anything. So, 
Friend, you look like you're cheating off my paper. No, I'm really <laughs> honest. Have you ever had to stop being friends with somebody? Yes, we have. Oh, um, oh don't know. Mm, okay, mm, I put it this way. It's not even about a specific person. Okay, Let's just talk you, about Lord. in general. One of the things I say is I protect my peace at all costs. Um, the journey that I've taken in life where, you know, me and the Lord, it was just the two of us. And we had to heal from traumas and dramas and past relationships and all that kind of stuff. It took a lot. And it was a lot of hard work to get to this point where I love me. I love my life. And if you are a threat to that, you have to go. So whether you're friend, boyfriend, family member, co-worker, job, it doesn't matter. Separating from negative things that attack your ability to live in a peaceful situation is necessary because you have to tell yourself, I deserve better than this. I deserve to be in a peaceful state. I deserve to have love be, you know, the thing that surrounds me. If I'm the only person in the room loving on me, that's fine. Because I would rather be the only person in the room that loves me versus being in a room full of people that don't give a damn. Like, that's crazy. So, yes, if I need to stop being friends with somebody, hey, man, it ain't even hard feelings. Wish you well. I hope nothing happened to you. But, um, deuces. Two to the left. Like, I'm not even... I'm cool. The reason why I'm laughing because it's I'm learning this from her because she's like, you will keep a damn friend. She her cutoff game is terrible. I'd be like, no, but girl, I mean, it is like Lord. Like she working with with, with kids scissors. I'd be like, cut them off, that <laughs> let it go. Like I'm scared to run. I might stab myself with my little like potato pin around like turn off the light. Turn them off. Turn them off. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, like Courtney want to take everybody with it and be like, damn it, everybody can't go. Yes. Okay, everybody can't I believe, go. I believe in second chances. And I burn no, He's the but, god of a second chance, not you. Like, <laughs> Let go. But you have to admit, I have been doing good these last couple months. I ain't even gonna say you because then that be a lot. And I'm working on that. I have cut a lot of people. She still needs some stronger scissors. So I know about got some good shears. You know, just you know, send send her PO box cell made three. <laughs> like I mean, anybody got some good life shears that she could just you know, because she'd be real quick to be like, "What they said, they was sorry. They can be sorry or whatever. Amen. They can be apologetic in their life, not yours. I'm just saying. I I'm just being honest. Like it's sometimes you gotta learn to let people go because you need to make room for the people for new people Mm -hmm. like sometimes you don't get new relationships because you're so busy trying to focus on saving a relationship that don't need to be saved and it's okay to leave with good terms as well if some things are seasonal you might pick them back up you know just leave in good terms but even that reason season lifetime so Amen. that season may be over, but it doesn't mean that you can't be thankful that you had mm-hmm. it. Yep. You can't, you know, say good things about that person. Mm-hmm. But there are times where there's a moment you need to let go and be okay with letting go. Yeah. You're not a horrible person because you choose you. Amen. So I need y'all to pop some more questions in there for us because it's almost time to wrap um, that up. Natalie says she overthinks. Wrap that up. She says she overthinks and she's slowly figuring out that she can't control. Ooh, I'm, I'm a control, control freak. <laughs> <laughs> I am a control freak. And when I tell you that is a hard lesson. Like, that's why I don't do certain things. 
like certain activities. Like people, yeah. we were talking about this the other day. They were like, "You want to go parasailing?" And I was like, "No, nope. no." And it was like, "Why?" I can't control the wind. I can't control what happens. Like next thing you know, I'm having a good time, and then we, oh, I can't control that. So it, I am a control freak, and that is something that is hard. Yeah, it's hard to not be control. You can control what you can control. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, it's it's because I am a control freak. I do it all the time. I ain't even gonna stress myself out like that. Me and her battle at work all the time. Read that one for me. All right. My name is Leanne. I just want to say you guys have done a great job. This is nice. I don't really work with a lot of people in any setting, so this is cool. Hey, girl. Oh, well, listen, we'll welcome you in. We'll, like we said, they'll, we're going to do this seasonal for right now. Quarterly. Quarterly. Well, because it's one every season. No, but it's one every season. The word you was looking for was quarterly. I like seasons, (laughs) but quarterly. Okay, so one thing I will say, what she said, she said she don't rock with a lot of people in her yeah. settings. Like one of the things that we can't be afraid to do is give it a shot. Yep. Like then, now, risk. don't don't get me wrong. Once you discover, you know what? We don't we don't rock. We don't vibe. Right. Okay, but don't be afraid to open yourself up because you might be missing an opportunity to get True. to know somebody amazing, or even just that's one of the things I learned about bartending. They sit at the bar. I may never see them again, but we have this great conversation that you know challenges a perspective or introduces a book or a movie or whatever and you don't want to miss those opportunities to have even just a good conversation okay so read that one kit i'm making y'all work how do you learn to love again and after being in a relationship for seven years and finding out after their second child that he was married Ooh, it's rich. How do you learn to love again after being mm-hmm. okay, seven years and finding out after your second child that he was married? And there go that overthinking again. She had to read it twice. No, she wanted to make <laughs> sure she got the situation so, out. So I would say, I would say the how you learn to love again, because there has been plenty of times that I've been in relationships and granted it wasn't as deep as that where they have cheated on me and I had to learn to know even now, like I haven't been in a relationship where it has been cohesive, like men that I've, I've dealt with have been grimy. So I just, you just have to know that you are worthy and deserving of love. And love it yourself. wasn't, yeah. And it wasn't you that had an issue. It was that person that didn't love themselves enough that they had to come in and invade your peace because it must've been something they saw in you that they want it, but they were so scared to let go of this other thing. But the right person for you, oh my God, it, it'd be so beautiful. Forgive okay, yourself. So, yourself. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm backtrack. How you gonna backtrack? It's not about them not loving themselves enough. They was greedy and selfish. Let's start yeah, here. Um, yeah. Number one, I would say learn to love again. First off, take a break from and love yourself from from yeah. all of that. Yeah. Don't use. Don't want to see the next relationship heal you from a previous relationship. Um, I think our society has put such a bad, you know, stigma on being single. Like if you single, don't nobody want you. That's not true. You know, and we need to take time to be single so you can heal, you know, so you can examine. Yeah. Like you need to, but you need to examine, you know, your relationships, your parts that you played in it, you know, whether you weren't, whether you saw red flags and you ignored them, like yep. you need to really take that time to be single and heal. So yep. that way your heart is ready to love and receive and give love. Mm-hmm. So I would say the first thing is number one, I agree with Kat, forgive yourself. 
it's not your fault that you didn't know. You were not a mind reader. You couldn't have seen that coming, you know. And the second thing I would say is don't hold that against the next person. Yeah. You know, you have to be willing to try again. Love is a risk no matter what, whether we're talking about that kind of big kind of thing or or just giving your heart to somebody, opening up and being yourself around someone. But don't be afraid to do it where you cut yourself off. You know, don't assume that everybody is bad bad because that person did it. It was that That person. person. Assign that BS to that person and, you know, make yourself available to love. To, to love, you know, yeah. don't think that, you know what, that didn't work out, I'm done, don't be done, because yeah. you're probably yeah. this amazing, amazing person, amazing. That's why, I mean, I'm say that's probably why they lie, yeah. you're an amazing person, and they didn't want you to end up being amazing for somebody else, so Agreed. be be amazing, keep being amazing. I'm always going to give you the closure you need, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 get that, Amen. that's, that is that's a good point, mm. yeah, I was TV has, has wrecked us, because <laughs> them little 30-minute sitcoms, you know, you got everything a problem, and everything get resolved. Everybody has a conversation. Everybody good. You know, everybody decide we're gonna break up. Yeah. You know, everybody knows that you've broken up. Right. Like that does not happen and in real life. Like, you gotta separate the friends, and then being that she said they have kids, I want you not to not love, like, feel that you're not gonna be loved again because you gotta show that to your kids. Yeah. Like that being resilient, that's one thing we built. Black women, we we ooze that. Like we bounce back. And and it's hard, but just know that exactly. that relationship happened yeah. because those kids were supposed to be here, and that's what it was. And take that as that. That's why I met this person for these gifts to be here, and just love on them. Mm-hmm. And then the when the right one come, girl, it's gonna be. Just invite us to the wedding. Don't I have. Did, one, I would say don't have on blockers. You yeah. Know? Don't 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 count yourself out. Yeah. There's somebody watching probably right now waiting on you to just notice them. You mm-hmm. know, you never know. So I would say don't close yourself off for the opportunity. Yeah. You know, you, don't do that you. to yourself because you deserve to be loved. Amen. And you need to know so that. I was about to sing a song for mm-hmm. No, no. no, no. I don't know how old her babies are, but definitely have a conversation with your babies. Yeah. Um, be transparent yes, with them. Yes, because they know and see every little thing. Yeah. They notice it all, they pick up on it, and then they imply that in their life, or they blame it on something else, or they internalize. Yeah. So have a conversation with your babies and be transparent. And sometimes it makes them stronger, you know? You never know what they can handle. So are there any more questions before we wrap this good thing out? I want to give another shout-out to uh, Don't Sis, Suffer in Silence. So if y'all can, they're on Facebook. Go join the group. That's another place for us to talk and feel seen and heard. So I want to thank them again for doing their watch party and just, you know, being there. Question. Mm-hmm. Find out. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> we can't leave this untalked about. Okay. So Miss Regina, she yeah. said the hard thing is when I found out and broke it off. He stopped being his kid's life. And my son told his teacher his father died. My God. Okay. Um, kids have, <clears throat> excuse me, kids have a very interesting way of coping with things. Yeah. Um, that was your son's way of acknowledging mm-hmm. the, the the missing mm-hmm. factor mm-hmm. of his father. Um, so I agree with Kat. Definitely have a conversation yeah. with, with your babies. And, and I don't think be afraid to get them help. That too. Yeah. And, and one thing I will say, like, my parents are actually divorced. You wouldn't know that by, sure, by seeing them. 
but they're they're best friends now. But one of the things neither of my parents ever did was talk bad about the other in front of us. Now I knew how they felt because I I can read between the lines. Yeah. But it's still like it was never um, you know, you you raggedy ass daddy on the phone. You know, it was never that. And we could never disrespect either one of them because they would be like, that's your mama, that's your daddy. And I would think, you know, if you find yourself in a situation where you have to talk about their father, talk positively. And I know that made you difficult because of the situation. But I think that's one of the things where you want to talk positively. You want to encourage them Mm -hmm. to be open. Yeah. Because a lot of times the parent projects, yeah, you know, their feelings, their feelings the onto yeah. the kids, and the kids can't really process their feelings. Yeah. So I would say, you know, try to talk positively and give your kids a space to open up and talk and feel, about that yeah. and feel so, whatever they're feeling. So yeah. being the fact that my son, I've dealt with this, the fact that my child, the how he feels is really, um, you got to let them feel what they're feeling. Yeah, you got to let them go through what they're going through because. Especially being a, a a male, your son has to be like, well, how is that you treat my mother that way? You get what I'm saying? So you have to let him feel what he's feeling. I would suggest please get him some kind of counseling and just keep being transparent with them and talk to them about it and never lie. Please don't lie to your kids about the truth. And the thing is, because let them you let them form their own opinion. But if you leave out details, then they're going to be trying to put the pieces together and you let him know. Hey, I let them know what's going on. And you know what? Sometimes I'd rather you be out my life than be in my life and be be disruptive and be unhealthy. So just you be what you need to be for your kids and the rest will follow. I promise you. It's going to be some hardship. It's control what you can control. Yeah, and that's it. So the next question was, how important is intimacy slash sex in a relationship? Very Okay, but let's separate the two. Intimacy very. and sex are two different things. And they're both very important. Okay. What's yeah, intimate to you? Intimate, like the the holding hands, the talking, the communicate. That's intimate. Like the build up. Like if if my if I had a man and he just look at me, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep putting that out there. Like the looks that you get. Look. Like I love when I see like, no lie. I love when I see Jazz and Woe together. Like, just the way they are. Like, I be telling them, no, I tell people all the time, when you see a couple that fit, they fit. Mm-hmm. Like, my my uh, co-host, co-host on uh, I Am Woe podcast, both of them are two different dudes, but when I see them with their wives, I'm like, I see why y'all together this long. <laughs> y'all, it's like the perfect puzzle. And they vibe and they fit together. And they don't let the outside world into their bubble. And that is important. And I think seeing that, that gives me hope. Like, yeah. and that's why I say, I know intimacy is important because you just a little, you, you, you can't be sexing all the time, but that little stuff built, <laughs> it builds up. And that ain't, that don't come overnight. Either. Yeah. I think, um, <laughs> I think one of the important things when separating the two intimacy yeah. is i and I learned this um, from listening to my dad do um, couples therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, he said intimacy, if you break it down, is into me. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you, this is when you word. you come in, you bridge, mm-hmm. like come into knowing one another. Mm-hmm. So you're into that person. Mm-hmm. Like yes. intimacy is an emotional bond. Intimacy mm-hmm. is what keeps it going when the chemical, you know, attraction of sex is not there. Mm-hmm. And it's the intimacy that's been created 
that helps with the hard work is needed in a relationship when y'all are getting on each other's nerves. Yeah. Um, my my example is my brother and his wife. Oh, like, they so they are. Oh, first of all, they're so the cutest cute. things ever. So cute. Okay, they're it's gross. I'm kidding, but they no, are no. so mushy. But I have watched their relationship develop. Mm-hmm. And I have watched them do the work of learning how to communicate with one another, learning each yep. other's love language, you know, That's and learning, good. you know, what support means for her mm-hmm. versus what support means for my brother. Yep. Understanding each other's background, like they come from two different family structures Ooh, and, you know, creating their own out. family structure, she, she you know, that kind of thing. And like. I'd never forget, like my brother used to smack her hand all the time when it comes to opening doors. Yep. Because she's so used to just, you know, she opened doors and he's like, ah. And now their daughter, she'll stand at her door all day and look at you and be like, I know you see this closed door in front of me. You better open it. Like she knows because she's watched that her whole life. But they learned how to be together. You know, they learned each other. That's intimacy. When you learn each other and you appreciate one another. But then on top of that, when she'll be like, oh, my God, I just saw your brother. He got a haircut. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> but they still, like, you know, he did a Mother's Day shout out for her and was like, here's the, my wife, the mother, my kids, my chocolate goddess, my earth moon. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she said, like, happy Mother's right? Day. Right. And she's like, and she's blushing. But yeah. they've been married for, you know, they've been married for years by that yeah. time. And she was like, that's enough. But she's grinning from ear to ear. Yeah. But she's the same way. And it's like that intimacy, that work that they put in is only in here. And it's going to make the yeah. next great. Now, I don't want to talk I about my brother's yeah. sex life. But, you know, <laughs> they got kids, so I'm assuming so he got one done. They do it. But, 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 but it helps. It helps with that because mm-hmm. then you know, if you know them intimately, like, That'll, that'll help you out in the bedroom because then you'll be able to read their body language and it's not just, oh, oh yeah, girl, I got you. Mm, okay, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So you it have to prevent those stupid ass questions. You <laughs> know, was it good for you? <laughs> Shut up, you went on. <laughs> uh, uh, I walk around with this all day. This is mine. Right. Like, like, me that. No, sir, I have a father. I do not have issues. So yeah, I think that need to be on the next podcast. Dudes want to be called daddy. Like, boy, then go have children. If you right, have a kid. If you want to be a daddy. Like, that don't make no sense. But we'll talk about that. I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to say, I love, I, I have a father. A wonderful daddy. I love my daddy. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like knowing what and being able to be comfortable and tell your partner, I don't like that. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like you gotta have a balance. I feel like they both feed into each other because when you do get oh, I mean, I ain't gonna say oh, because I know some old folks still out here. Golden girls, all golden girls told us that sex don't stop just because you hit a certain age. So we already know that at fifty and sixty, people are still getting it in. Getting so it in. I mean, us but I think that intimacy is is the thing where, okay, so your grandparents, how how they loved on each other until your grandfather, you know, passed on. The way that she just loved on him, it was at that point. We now talking about sex. We're talking about that this was her partner. This was her best friend. And she was there for him. And she still saw him with love in her eyes. She even at that moment where he was, you know, going yeah. through sickness. And it's like, that's where intimacy creates. That, that ability to see them at their worst, but still see them with love in your eyes. And I think that is amazing. Oh. <laughs> girl, take that. Girl, take that with you. Take that hey, with you. Aries. <laughs> 
yes. But yeah, so I, I feel like they are important and I feel like they, they go hand in hand because when one isn't doing, the other one will. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you find that balance and it'll keep your relationship going. So um, if there is not any more questions, I am going to let these ladies give us their what you got going on and we're going to close out because mm. people might want to still hit the clubs. Probably. No, I mean, we're going to take a nap. <laughs> believe it. So tell you, believe it. Naps. What you got coming up, friends? Okay, all that jazz is always working. So if y'all got events, y'all need catering, bartending, event playing, we got you. Um, definitely check us out on Instagram. Um, that's where most of our stuff happens. But <laughs> it is, it is. But I would say just working and doing the, the journey of, of loving yourself. That is where I'm at right now. I saw this poster that said, you know, for the next three months, concentrate on you. And that's what I'm about to do. So that's what's coming up. It doesn't mean shut everybody out. Okay. But it means that your main focus, everything yes. you're doing is about building yourself and looking at your your whole life. You know, like your, your spiritual life, your mental, your emotional relationships, all this stuff, but just focusing on you. And mm-hmm. at this juncture where you know, I've just turned 40. It's like a whole nother decade, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a whole, this opens up a whole new, you know, time in my life. So it's like, here we go. Yeah. Let's explore that. So that's really what's coming up for me. Miss Kit. Um, for me, I think right now I'm 34. I'm 35. Oh my God. Um, okay. So I'm focusing on my health. Um, I do want to um, do better with just getting outdoors and yeah, getting my heartbeat up. So that's one, and that's just for me because my legs and my, my hips and everything is just. Heavy. But um, what else? Um, healing within, um, having tough conversations with whoever I need to have my conversations with. Um, not being afraid to set boundaries. Um, on family and friends um, because those boundaries change Um, as I get older the more I realize certain boundaries that I need to put in place so just working on that Um, next chapter of my life who knows who knows what my next um, adventure will be like I was saying I've been in retail for 12 years and yeah I'm looking forward to something new so yeah so, as everyone knows, I am on I Am Woe. I know, keep looking at that wrong camera. Podcast every Sunday at 10. <laughs> but, you know, tomorrow we are not going to be on. We're going to replay this because my dudes need a night off so they can want. They better take their wi- oh, oh, they they wives. They wives. wives out. Take them out and do a little intimacy and loving on them. I'm giving my girls, they men, back on Sunday night. Praise the Lord. Somebody need a massage. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and every Wednesday, um, Underground Sports King, please catch my other counterparts on that. If you want to get the highlights and the culture about sports, I might need to watch that more, y'all, because I don't know nothing about sports. Not a, not a thing. Not a thing. But you know what? The fact that you will. I'm, that's I'm, right. Damn it, we going to take that. Touchdown, score. Yeah, oh, all that good stuff. Um, but also, Black with, <laughs> Black with No Chaser, just want to Shout them out. Y'all can find us on YouTube, Black With No Chaser, the app. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Well, got us everywhere. We we are we are like a, a restaurant on every corner. 
just let y'all know. And um, also, I right now, I'm just being a mom. I am out here loving on my son, cheering him on seven in the morning at these football tournaments. So check out Hitman on Instagram. Y'all can see some of them replays. And I like to apologize when you see my son in there talking crap because that's just he did it from his mama. <laughs> and again, shout out to the beautiful ladies of Don't Sis, Don't Suffer in Silence. Thank y'all again for joining us. It has been beautiful. And thank y'all for entrusting us. So, thank you, Co. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. You. Thank you. Yeah. This conversation. Yeah. I actually burnt myself. I'm glad. I was very nervous coming in here, but I did enjoy myself. Good. You needed that self. This is your solo trip away. Yeah. Friend, I'm trying to help. Mental, <laughs> mental solo trip. So, yeah, hit me on Lady Code 2283 if y'all have any questions or anything that y'all want us to talk about on the next time we get to get on here, ladies. And just thank y'all again. And we enjoy y'all. Enjoy y'all. Enjoy. Bye. Peace.